Good morning, Shane. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, you know, trying to live the best life a black man in America can. So, are we the Bonnie and Clyde of recruiting? Um, I think we are. We're getting there, you know. <laughs> I think a few more controversial statements. Or Sonny and Cher. No, not definitely not Sonny and Cher because they didn't like each other. No, nah, definitely. Definitely Bonnie and Clyde type shit. Yeah, Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. All right, so who are we? Man, who are we? We are two seasoned corporate veterans here to uh, see all the things about corporate America that you can. A long way, passing along some trauma that we receive in order for you to kind of avoid those same things or laugh while you're going through it. But trauma, yeah, like, is it, are we passing on trauma? I think we are. Misery loves company. Yeah, this is our therapy session. You know, talking about trauma. Right. When people say talk to somebody, like, we're like, okay, we'll talk to each other. Exactly. We'll talk to each other. All right. We got our shirts. Oh, yeah, we got our shirts. Two live recruiter merch now. No, I'm sorry. We have some uh, links up soon so you can go get your own. Yes. Be part of the crew. Jackson was talking mad smack. Okay, about our podcast, and then saw our shirts. Those little shirts. Who's gonna wear that shirt? I'm like me. And then he's like, "Did you get me one?" I'm like, hey, "No, I didn't know, get you don't one." Don't jump on the train now, Jackson. Right. Don't jump he's on like, the train now. He's like, "Did you get Jay one?" I'm like, "No." He said, "We have two shirts." I'm like, "They are both for me." Like, like there's a novel uh, idea that the mother actually gets something for herself. So no, y'all, no, y'all definitely don't get anything for yourself. So. No. No, so no, y'all share everything. Somebody will ask. Somebody will mention to me on Sunday. There's no food. Oh, shout out to mothers of all you, all you mothers out there. Mother's Day coming up. Is that a big deal yes. in your house? Oh, look. I know we're sidetracked, but there are only two. There are only two holidays that I get that are like mine: Mother's Day and my birthday. So I take all the flowers. Okay, there you go. Because those it. fools are going to be like, I ain't going to be shit. The rest of the year, okay, and Christmas. But for those two days, you get Christmas. It, they're like Christmas is there, so. But mother, yes, I take it all. What about your anniversary? Anniversary is not your day. No, because I share it with somebody. Yeah, but I don't know. The anniversaries still feel like the woman's day, like even though it's mm, like a shared no. day. I, no, I think I've, I must have did it wrong then, because it's kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> because it's kind of like in the beginning, of, I like I I think it's better to give than to receive. So oh, I would, would always it. get my. Yeah, I'm a giver, so I'd always get my husband's special things, and he'd get me a card, and yeah. And you let the standard be set. Mm-hmm. And and now I don't want anything because he's not the best. Don't tell him, everybody. He I won't know. I can say anything I want to say here, okay? He, he doesn't listen. watch. That's funny. <laughs> so, but yeah, my wife he, said the same thing. She was like, "Oh, can you not post this week? I need to catch up on episodes." I'm oh, like, oh, "Does Netflix? Yeah, does Netflix do that?" Yeah, Ms. do we Ms. wait? <laughs> <laughs> The show must go on. Must go. But on. yeah, I can say whatever. But he's not the best gift giver. So I get for I forgot Mother's Day like two weeks ago. I gave him this um, picture of a bro, a beautiful locket. Um, it was some kind of stone with diamonds around it. It's be- mm-hmm. just a beautiful locket. He's like, "What do you want that for?" He said, "I said I want it for my birthday." He said, "Why? I, I get you great gifts." So and I so I told Ariel when she asked the other day what I wanted. I said, "Is she shed?" And I do. I want a she shed, so that'll yeah. be our, my, our our new studio. So okay, so we're we got sidetracked already. So on today's episode, we're going to discuss hot topics, hot topics, Roe versus Wade, Ozark, and we'll do an on. We're going to start something new today, Shane. Teamwork of the week awards. Ooh, okay, teamwork. so <laughs> okay. All right, so 
And then our main topic, Shane's going to talk about how to change careers since so many people like that um, the last time we talked about it. Um, you're going to take what? You're going to take key phrases from your resume and, and translate them into right, other industries? Exactly. I take, you know, your normal kind of entry-level jobs and kind of flip the resume around to try to move into more uh, high-paying corporate type roles. So how to go from like working in the restaurant to working in corporate America. Yeah, because there are a lot, lot of, lot of our listeners have have young adults, um, you know, teenagers who are working, or um, you know, people in their early twenties who are looking to make that change. So, yeah, I think that'll be very helpful. All right, so first hot topic. Gosh, what is this? A Handmaid's Tale. Roe oh my gosh, Wade. is life reflecting uh, art, or is art reflecting life? Which one? Yeah. Okay. So, what what we know, right, is Justice Alito's draft opinion was leaked. And Politico got a copy. So my first question to you, Shane, is is that leaker a villain or a hero? Uh man, I think they're a hero. You know, and it depends on, you know, I think watching shows like uh House of Cards mm-hmm. and Scandal makes you wonder why the leak was even leaked. Was it leaked for a deeper political reason than just the idea of getting people riled up or, or here, see, you done got me going down a black hole. Or <laughs> was it leaked because we knew it would cause such a fuss. So something else could be passed through mm. without us paying attention to Wait, it. Wait, well, what could that be then? Exactly. They had to leak something so big to get something else that was major passed through without us paying attention to it kind of like last year when we had you know last couple years when we had the whole pandemic and everything and then the government quietly released that they did confirm that they are ufos and then kind of like went away like everyone was so caught up in the pandemic and everything going on there i I remember that we kind of glazed over the fact that the government has confirmed that there are ufos and aliens confirming or was it former military officers who said who were in aircraft who were like yes no, I they came him. out, and then the government actually came out and confirmed it. Afterwards. Oh, they're like, so, okay. Yeah, they were like, yeah, it, it's true. But, you know, no one's I know, it's because, like you know. locusts, pandemic, UFOs. Yeah, It okay. was all kind of merging into one, right? <laughs> we had all this, so, like, so this being leaked makes me wonder, what are we not talking about? Like, I never really try to pay attention Gosh. to the news news. I was wondering, right. like, what's behind the news? Like, because I'm sure okay. there's been plenty of controversial things that the Supreme Court's talked about, but it's never gotten out. Why did mm-hmm. this get out? Why did this leak into somebody's hands? Man, so you, you know, think that it like was if, purposely done? I almost definitely. I don't think, no, because think about it, it's the Supreme Court. They probably like the Pelican up, brief. <laughs> they they write up drafts all the time. So if Politico could get their hands on this, why can't they get their hands on plenty of other drafts? Why did this draft get out? Why did this one happen to make it in somebody's hands? Right, because there's something else that's going on that they don't want us to pay attention to. Well, I, man, I don't know. Okay, well, that's interesting because that could, if that could backfire though, right? Because that could really galvanize people to get out. I mean, young women. I saw a bunch of young women from Agnes Scott, which is a girls' mm-hmm. college around the corner for me. They were all had their signs and heading down to the Capitol a couple of days right. ago. So but I think that's the point. They want people to get out. They want the large fuss. They want all the rah rah. You know, they want this attention being paid to this. Okay. So they could move in this direction with something else. Well, I wonder what that is then. That's very interesting. Well, okay, that's... All right, so... All right. um, No, I don't think this is going to go anywhere, though. You don't think? Can you imagine? 
Can you imagine them overturning Roe versus Wade? That I is. think that it could happen. Like people said, Trump could couldn't get elected. I knew Trump was going to get elected because oh, America so is just it. racist enough. <laughs> just, just has just enough, uh, just just enough of that <laughs> to get Trump. <laughs> oh, America still got just enough of that left in them to get Trump over the hump. Where I said that wasn't even a surprise. I was more surprised that he wasn't reelected. Oh gosh, that was, that was sad. That was surprising to me, right? But let him tell it he was. Ah uh, shit, that's a whole nother conversation. Right? <laughs> you should see the commercial. Well, I'm sure you see the commercials there in North Carolina, but you should see the commercials there. Um, all right, so it turns out they want to reverse it and let the states decide. Um, so legislation restricting abortion is pending in more than three dozen states. Yeah, listen. So the this future- is why we can't have old white men in power anymore. I applaud European countries that have younger politicians, mm-hmm. younger female politicians yeah. running the countries, because you have old white men running your country. They're going to think like old white men. Well, uh, old men, period. Yeah, like old men. Well, you know, it's just old men, old white men running America. Right. Well, I mean, they've always run it. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, so as long as these old white men are running America, they're going to act as if they were in their youth in those good old days. When women knew their place and their girlfriends oh, got abortions, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's, who it's, was that? Was so that Jabba the Hutt? We we don't understand. <laughs> we don't was understand that, that these men are not. Job of the yeah, these men are not good leaders. They should not be leading our country because well, like men shouldn't be telling women what to do with their bodies anyway. Like, if you don't exactly. have a uterus, what like, hell, unless you had a hysterectomy, like, yeah. hello. Um, but the future of abortion, if we look, if we do it by state, um, it will be banned in Alabama, Arizona, mm-hmm. Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, North Carolina, um, South Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming. Right, that's crazy. So, I mean, but it's really to me, it's no, it's no surprise that, that this is. I mean. The evangelicals said they voted for Trump because he was against abortion, and that's their, that's what they wanted passed um, is to get abortion abolished as the you know the law of the land, and have the states decide, and then have these states come up with these really um, stringent parameters around getting an abortion. Um, so are we? I mean, it's like we're are, we're surprised. I'm I'm not really not really surprised. Yeah, I think I'm surprised so. So what, and then, and then all the, the, the few, um, Republican, I mean, Democratic set, senators that, you know, um, that voted to confirm Gorsuch and Barrett are like, oh my gosh, I feel duped. Like Susan Collins. Like I asked, I asked about Roe v. Wade and they learned, it's the law of the land. Oh yep. And gosh. then you have, already, I mean, you already have these states like Tennessee. Uh, I think. Oh Tennessee yeah. Did I say Tennessee? Like, Tennessee is yeah, definitely can, a first. Sorry. Who can sue, who rapists can sue their victims if they try to get abortions. Right, like oh it is gosh. the the path it's, that we're heading. How, who who is sleeping at the wheel in these states and letting this it's stuff not pass? At, like you always say, it's working the way it's supposed to work. Like you you know, like this is how I know, but things have to get voted in. I mean, people you have to they vote, vote people for these out people to vote yeah. people to vote things in. Yeah, you got to vote yeah, out these just... archaic. When when you have people who've been sitting in the Senate and House of Representatives for decades, decades that that's. You can't you can't run a country, make laws by the country that you're not even going to be alive to be a part of, 
Like you're 80 years old telling, <laughs> making laws about a country that you're, you're going to die soon. Right. Unless you're a Rothschild and you're harvesting organs, allegedly from, you know, melanin victims <laughs> who go missing and never turn up. But uh, normal people are going to die, you know, mm-hmm. in their 80s and, and you can't be making laws about a country uh, and, and people in that country when you're not going to be alive to even see the ramifications of and the how- laws that you're making. And how much, I mean, a lot of it is, is greed, right? How much money? I mean, when is there enough, when is, when is enough, when is it enough money? Like, when is it enough money? Yeah. When is, when money is a measure, this, what's, you know, this gets so deeper, man. We're going down a black hole because usually, I mean, Planned Parenthood was such a Goliath in lobbying in the U S government mm-hmm. in making laws the way they did. <clears throat> Cause this me. is going to directly affect Planned Parenthood. Like, yeah. Their money. So mm-hmm. what is the bigger play here? If they are now like okay with getting rid of the money and the clout and the power that Planned Parenthood has, then what's the bigger play? That means there's a play bigger. There's something bigger than Planned Parenthood in play here that this would even mm-hmm. get leaked out. Right? So that's why I don't believe the leak because there's too many little things okay. going on. You know? Pay know. no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Um, all right, so who are conservative justices? Justices Alito, Thomas, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, Barrett. Um, just to give you some history of Roe v. Wade, it was um, made the law of the land on January 22nd, 1973. It was um, a 7-2 decision in favor. Okay, what do you think, Nor- Norma McCorvey, who is who is the plaintiff? She died in 2017. She's She's like, not this. Like, turning over in her grave. Like, this is great. Look, these wet. And I talked a couple weeks ago about these wedge issues. They mm-hmm. just keep cropping up. Like, things that have been asked and answered. Hello? Can we move on to something else on the docket? It's so crazy. Um, I mean, there have been challenges to, to it since, you know, since it was um, made law in 73. But, you know, it's narrow. The scope has been narrow, but it has not been, you know, it hasn't been overturned. So, well, because um, we needed to make sure that we got the right justices in place. How many justices did Trump put on when he was in office, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we just, they didn't have the numbers necessary to make it happen until now. And like, okay. It's a strategic game. They were playing chess. We were playing chess. Yeah, for sure. Um, but real talk is it's not going to stop abortion. It will just stop people from getting safe Legal. abortions. Yeah. Well, and, and safe. Yeah. It's going to take it back to the days of back alley abortions and wire hangers and such and let's talk about why why they want this is this to keep their numbers up because they know that i won't say conservatives but that they're going to be outnumbered well i believe that so there was a study done to saying that by 2055 there'll be no majority race in america right right the non-melanated population their uh their numbers are off balance, right? They're not reproducing as much as they're dying. And mm-hmm. so their numbers are fading while the minorities and everybody else's numbers are going up. And so if we believe this to be true, let's go mm-hmm. down that path for a second. Okay. Then this play is done on a bigger scale to help keep the non-melanated numbers high but by getting rid of legal abortion. Now, of course, you're still going to have your back alley abortion. It's, but it's, is... it's going to backfire because white women get the least amount of abortions. Black women get the most. But they still get abortions. Either way, their numbers, even with even their with numbers, it being legal right. right now, their numbers are still dwindling. White women aren't having as many kids 
as other races. Right, so I know they they're right. So that's what I'm saying. It could, backfire, it could backfire because right. black women who get the most abortions don't get an abortion. Then that's more black people. But if but if the black women who do get abortions are getting back alley abortions and dying because of black alley abortions, oh. you're not only taking care of the baby, you're also not taking care of the producers of the baby. As oh well. my gosh, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Um, so people in their in 2019, it, it see I think the I got this from the CDC said that women in their 20s get they account for more than half of the abortions. Black had the highest rate, while white women had the lowest rate. Um. Yeah, that is, um, that's, yeah. We could talk about that forever, but it's, even my daughter's fired up. She's, she's 15. So I'm like, you can't, you're right though. There's something, Oz is behind the curtain. Something else is, yeah, is this going is not, on. This is, we're, this is Aliens just this landed. Is that's on. what it is. Exactly. There's something, <laughs> this is not what's going on. Roe versus Wade is not the biggest story right now. This is a cover up for the biggest story right now. That that is what this is. No, the biggest. He, all right. So when I was doing the hot topics, I forgot this one. How could I forget this? So, um, and I don't know. Well, I don't know if we want to talk about it now. But should we talk about? Should we give out our teamwork of the award? Our new teamwork of the um of the week, of the week award? Yeah. Sorry, I can't even talk. Go right. So yeah, I don't know. All right, I talked about it. So but we'll just we'll we'll go back. But um. Because in my hot topics, I didn't mention the fact that Dave Chappelle was uh, oh was tackled on stage <laughs> during a concert at the Hollywood Bowl with with um with with uh Jay Z and Beyonce and Rihanna. I'm not with sure what's more and- surprising: the amount of stars that were at that I mean, event. Yes, <laughs> yes, like, it rivals the Met Gala. Like yes. the list of people who like. I are, mean, who's who? Was at who? The, everybody was there. Everybody was there. Rihanna, ASAP, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Jay Z, like everybody. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, everybody was there. Everybody was there for Yo, that. No, like it was, and how was that kept so quiet? Would that 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 is why? How did I that twenty three year old know about it? It wasn't kept that quiet, and he had a good seat. Clearly, if he could run up to the stage. But no, I'm talking about how was the guest list kept so quiet? Because it wasn't like paparazzi oh. wasn't there taking pictures of all these people arriving <clears> at the <throat> Dave Chappelle event. Like you know, we well, only found they out were about t- it. Well, it's because they were taping, right? Right, but we only found out because this happened. Otherwise, no one would have known that all right. these people were there, right? Like mm-hmm. that. That I'm impressed by the level of security and quietness that was kept with the amount of star power that was at this event and then two the pictures of how they fucked that dude up. it was like my wife said you know they probably fucked him up a little bit extra oh just yeah to deter anyone else from ever right. thinking about like, look at did you see his down. arm his arm it was like a was, he looked like stretch armstrong his arm was like <laughs> yo was like there was like nah challenge. put a little extra put a little extra it on looked that like right the TikTok challenge, like put your hands together flip them around <laughs> That yeah, was that to was, deter everybody from ever thinking yeah, about ever he, doing he it got, ever again. They, yeah. So that, so my teamwork of uh, award of the week goes to Busta and Jamie Fox. Yeah. For jumping into action, okay. Bro. They were kicking him in the head. I oh, mean, even even Dave got a couple of blows. He said, Dave I got literally everybody. Say, I just felt the nigger and it felt good. Don't forget, <laughs> hey, everyone was like, oh, Dave's married to his little wife. He lives in. Little off of Ohio, somewhere in a little small country. No, nah, Dave from DC. You know what I right. mean? Like, Dave took it back to his DC days. They were like, oh, we're going to get some kicks and we're going to get some lits in here. Yeah, that was, uh, 
Yeah, run up on the stage if you want. Yeah, and then Dave had to say, hey, could you take him back? Could you get that off the front stage? Like, they were beating him. Yo, then they took him to the back and beat him <laughs> some more. The They're like, hey, 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 go, go in the back. Let's, let's take they him did a, They did a Freddie Gray on him. I mean, And there was gosh. not even, there's not even a whisper of police went to investigate the beating that this man took. No. It was like, everybody was like, ah, he shouldn't have ran on stage. You know, who cares? They beat him on stage and took him out back and beat him some more out back. Right. And, and then call us to come get him. Like, no. Did, and that was funny with Chris Rock said, was that Will Smith? Was that Will Smith? Mm. So he now people are back. saying is that, is that Will Smith set this off? I mean, you know what? This could have been, and we're making, we're laughing. The dude had a, a gun, and, gun a and a knife. He had a knife on his gun. I mean, talk about a utility uh, weapon. And Dave Chappelle is my favorite. He's just my favorite, period. So that, good, this could have been this could have been Dave's tragic. I'm so glad. I don't know what that dude was he cloud chasing? Yeah, apparently he's some bootleg ass rapper who uh who made a song about it actually attacking Dave Chappelle. Oh, he couple, did? Yeah, he made a little rap song about attacking Dave Chappelle a couple years I ago. I knew he made a song about song about him, but I didn't oh yeah. it was he made but a he's song. He's chasing clout. He's chasing how, clout. How did he get in though? I just bought tickets. And way to go to that person who didn't listen and put their, they were like, put your phones away. And they're like, I didn't realize I had my yeah. bat phone. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. So, all right. So we'll, we'll do that weekly. All right. So Ozark is our next hot topic. So no spoilers, but look, people, it came out last Friday. Okay. If listen, you didn't watch it, that's on you. Listen, I watched pressure it all on me. Friday night. Uh, listen, I am where I'm at. I have. I'm at the episode right now where minute, the last thing I just watched it? this morning. This morning I just watched it where uh, Camilla. Okay, don't don't give me spoilers. And her brother was. Uh, oh yeah, well yeah. Her brother yeah, okay. said I didn't do it. The thing that she thought her brother did, she right. he was like I didn't do it. I didn't do and it. And now right. she's like calling around. She's like, hey, tell me who did it. Right. And my man Marty's like, ah, I don't know who I did don't it. Know. Marty's like, like, I don't know. <laughs> I was literally like two, like that was the last thing I stopped at, right? Okay. Marty was like, I don't know who did it. All so. right. So with Ozark, well, no spoilers, but examples of teamwork. Oh, I can't even talk to you about this. I mean, there have been examples of Dude, teamwork. What happens after this point that you there have, there, God dang it, you Listen, have one right, next, thing yo, to do. Yo, next episode we can talk about it. We Okay, we, we, well, can we can devote half of our next episode. All right. Just well, we'll talk about right. examples of teamwork. I mean, why up to it's this imp- point, why up it's this important. Point. Okay, so we why can talk it's to like up to this point. Okay, we can. So why diverse teams are essential, just like with our baker and our, our, our caterer and our bride last week. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some decisions that were made, I'd say, that were His wife made questionable. a lot of decisions yes, she did. his strong. Vote. That's why it's important to have strong leadership. You got to. You got to stand yeah. up to it. The team's got to work together. Um, the importance of being strategic. Um, Javi's mom was straight up playing chess, okay? She's the queen, the queen pen. Okay. You're giving me, you're giving me vibes. I'm not giving you anything, but you just, I, I feel like you're giving me vibes as to what's about to happen. She's a shark. She's she a shark. Is. So she far, is a she, shark. she's shown herself to be. She is a very much shark. A thinker, like Javi, got a. I think Javi has a heart. She has none. I mean, that's Javi. I think mother. Javi has young, young. I mean, not Javi. I mean, um, uh, Amaro. Well, not Amaro. What's the guy? What's the brother? I mean, the um, the one in jail. What's his name? Oh man, well, I, I, I know. Jeez Louise. Um, so many other characters. Um, is it a, a Morrow, right? Yeah, um, I can't remember. Somebody will tell us. 
the dude in jail has a heart. He has a heart. Okay, because Wendy hurt him. He was hurt by what Wendy did. Yeah, yeah, it's Omar Navarro. Omar, yeah. So, um, yeah, he was hurt when Wendy threatened his kids at the end of last season. Yeah, when she that kinda, was the broken point. Yeah, when she kind of yeah. low key threatened his children, he was like, "What kind of?" He evil was like, bitch? "Wait a minute, what? Threatening like, kids? I don't even threaten kids, and I'm a right. cartel and I'm boss." A cartel? Like, yeah, like she, she's, she's. Well, we see how how we see this this second half of the season how Wendy became yeah. who she is from her daddy. Ugh, yeah, John Wendy's boy. Uh, Wendy's <laughs> problem when Karens get power, they turn into Wendy. Yeah, Wendy was, yeah, she, yeah. So, um, let's see. Yeah, and, you, you know, there, we talk about, or like us, you know, as recruiters talk about people, you know, being the smartest person in the room. And when you're the smartest person in the room, you need to be in a big room. Facts. Wendy Bird. Um, but Wendy's not even the smartest person in the room. She's That's not. Crazy. She thinks she's the Marty smartest Marty lets Wendy feel like she's the smartest person in the room when Marty sees a bigger play all the time. Marty, Marty. Marty is not infallible though because he made he he got he got played. I mean, you know he got played, right? Or maybe you don't. Where are you? I am at the part the where you just said where, and this is right after Ruth did what she did with her friend from Florida and took over yeah. the thing that she took over, and so. But so you see, you so so when they put the dude in the hole, that I mean, you knew I knew that it wasn't him. I yeah, knew it I mean, was we her. all yeah, we knew it wasn't him. I didn't think it was him. I knew but it was I knew, her, but I knew that he had to still establish his authority. And so, even if that dude what that dude had to get fucked up in order oh. for them to respect. Marty. Oh, yeah, but Marty, but Marty got he got played. Listen, so. we need okay. So next week, guys, we'll give you guys one because we need to talk about this with details and names. Yeah, well, you know, and we could, but people just, I mean, it's not my fault. Netflix released the last Friday. I can't Friday. let you ruin it for me. Oh, I'm Wait, not going to ruin it for us to have a conversation about it. I'm not, like, yeah, I'm not going to ruin it for you. All right, so that takes us to our main topic then. <laughs> so Shane's going to outline how to make a career change and take it away, Shane. Most definitely, right? So a lot of times we are in places in our life where we're like, hey, I think it's time for a change, right? I don't think I want to do such and such anymore. I don't want to be a customer service rep anymore. I don't want to be a hostess anymore. I want to move on to something a little bit more stable, something that actually offers me a career path. And, so, and that's what we saw last summer, right? With mm-hmm. after the pandemic, like restaurants couldn't. Everybody's find people. quitting everything. No, but yeah. Then the just recently they gave it a name, the Great Resignation. So people, like obviously, changing their careers and re, you know, reworking their skill set so yeah facts right it. so in this great resignation you have folks leaving jobs as like a driver for amazon right let's say you're a driver for amazon because mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people are drivers for different services whether it be amazon doordash uber eats fedex uh, and ups it FedEx, turns out they don't UPS. hire people it seems like they don't hire people anymore they're all contractors wow that's crazy i remember i had to work for ups when like couple first couple years out of college because we need insurance. And at that time, UPS gave you full coverage for you and your family for free yeah. mm-hmm. right after they hired you. And so I worked at UPS. And the only way to become a driver was to actually work there. They never hired outside drivers. You had to be promoted into a driver's seat. Oh, wow. Okay. And I had a so, good uh, friend who's who retired from UPS several years yeah. ago. 
And so, you know, so you're a driver or whatever. And so I've seen some examples of not strong resumes that say something like, so drivers, they'll be like, uh, responsible for driving alone (laughs) and independent for 10 hours a day. That, you know, that could be a lot of things. That could be a lot of things. That doesn't (laughs) translate. That doesn't translate well. If you're trying to say, let's let's say you're trying to take that and move into more an administrative role, or you're trying to move that into some sort of like corporate role. So you can take that same job and then flip it. And you can take that and make it say something like maintain good communication skills and interacted well with internal and external customers. Okay. Oh, Mm -hmm. that sounds a lot better, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or you can make that say adjusted to changing schedules to ensure tasks were completed timely. Okay. You know, because traffic changes. Right. You got to like figure out what's going on. Maybe you use some streets closed and you can't. So that all able to work in ambiguity. Listen, learned and executed skills with a variety of systems used for coordination and routes. You know, whatever mm-hmm. Navi system that they use at Amazon, whatever you got to use on your phone, Waze or mm-hmm. you know, Google Maps to try to find a new route. Boom. Now, all that phrasing, you can take that phrasing and move it into, you know, any sort of corporate admin job. You can move it into any variety of other roles. And he was just a driver, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's just a driver. All right. So um, what if you were working at a restaurant? Or mm-hmm. fast food place, right? Okay. And so most of the time, you know, gain communicative skills through financial transactions. That's good. Yeah. You know, that, that actually like, oh, okay. That's that that's pretty strong. But what if we take the same thing that you were saying, said uh work independently to provide timely and top-notch customer service, right? That's good. or uh, maintain a constant positive attitude in an ever-changing, fast-paced environment. Mm-hmm. Right? That That's strong. Resolve a variety of issues in a timely fashion to maintain organizational standards of excellence in customer service. That's very good. Ooh. You should be a resume writer. Ooh, I should do this for a living or something. <laughs> you, <laughs> I never thought about recruiting. I should dabble. I should dabble. You know, I should dabble a little bit. Um, let me see. What, is it, what else is a good flip? If you are, uh, let's say you're fresh out of school mm-hmm. and you have a more. Uh, Bullshit degree. No, no, I'm not even talking about <laughs> high school, right? Let's say you're in high oh, school okay. and maybe you didn't, maybe you haven't gone to college. Okay. And your only thing on your resume may be like summer jobs you've had, whether it be like after school camps or working at like summer camps or something like that. Okay. Or not things in which are very, a lot of, a lot of high school kids, a lot of younger persons have, you know, those summer jobs or whatnot. Now some resumes may say like work one-on-one with children, uh, help them feel comfortable expressing themselves. Right. Or you take that and you can say, uh, developed, supervised and participated in camp-wide programming activities for campers of different ages. That is good because because my kids do um oh what is it you know um they have met churches the Sunday school or No the, the summer thing the summer camp thing they do. Oh, just, oh no. Oh, what are they called? 
camp? Oh, my kids have done them for years. It's for a week. Oh, um, you talking about overnight camp? No, it's not overnight. They, it's you go in every day. There's a theme. Oh, oh, vacation Bible school. Vacation Bible school. Vacation Jeez, Bible school. Yeah. They've um they've helped out with that, you know, pre pandemic. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. And Jackson's always talking about his resume. Yeah, and here's how you do that, Jackson. Here's how you, how, yeah. how you put vacation Bible school on your resume. Right. You and something like participated in training workshops held prior to the beginning of oh camp my sessions. God. Yep, because that they do that, and they, they walk, do. You got to train them on how to deal with, you know. Yep, got to train them. Um, working cooperatively with senior camp counselors and senior leadership to ensure campus oh have a gosh. safe experience. That is so good. Okay, you have to write that for Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Um, another line you can use is up. Uh, uh, maintain open communication with guardians of campers for constant feedback and updates. Yeah, that's good. Listen, listen. You can take what you've been doing mm-hmm. and you can flip it. You don't like, you have to think about what your work is in a more abstract sense. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, don't just think about what you're doing in the sense of, I am sitting here taking money from someone, putting money in a drawer, giving them food. Right? No. L- don't take it literally. Yeah. Don't take it literally. Go mm-hmm. abstract, give it the more 50,000 foot view. What are you doing? You are conducting. Constant financial transactions in the effort to provide goods and services to someone, right? Like mm-hmm. you are, like there's, there's, there's ways to take what you do and make it sound more general and more applicable to any other area you want to go into, right? Now, even when you are doing these resume flips, when you're taking these words, you're, you're finessing them into something else. You want to make sure that you're actually applying to jobs in which it works, right? You don't Mm -hmm. want to um, make your resume sound more customer service, more administrative, and then you apply for an engineering job. Or Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that however you decide to uh, open up your resume, Mm -hmm. that it actually is applicable to the jobs you're applying to. Because having a great-looking resume does nothing if you're applying to the wrong job. Exactly. I've right. seen some good resumes, but I was like, okay, yeah, no, wrong job. Yeah, wrong job. Like, ah, wow, mm-hmm. great job on resume. Mm-hmm. Bad job on thinking that this is where you're going to apply it. Right. right. You know, it's yeah. very important that you understand your, uh, you understand what you've been doing and understand how to apply it. So if you've been doing these things and on resumes, you need to figure out how to like put like the little skills area on the resume. Mm-hmm. So think about your jobs in fast food. Think about your jobs in uh, these summer camps. Think about your jobs. As, and, and now, what kind of skills are are do you have? What kind of key strengths do you have? Mm-hmm. What, what do you extract? You can say you have strong customer service. Mm-hmm. You have administrative duties performed. Mm-hmm. You can say client care. Internal mm-hmm. and external mm-hmm. vendors, right? You can say uh, document management and cash flow accountability, Ooh, right? Mm-hmm. Employee support and critical thinking, right? Resolving complex issues, yeah, right? Uh, analyzing and coming up with solutions in a timely fashion, right? These are all things you can use yep. as key mm-hmm. strengths from the job that you've been doing and apply them to something else. Right. So, yeah, it could right be there. project managing or Come on now. cross-functional teams. Mm. That's a good 
leading without authority. Ooh, yeah. Working independently, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're like, okay, you, you, what have you been doing? You've been your Microsoft skills, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You have your PowerPoint, Excel, you know, familiarity with Google Suite, because a lot of jobs are moving over to Google Suite now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so familiarity with Google Suite, which is great, like, because Google Suite is like the new outlook. Uh, yeah, I'm too. So, I'm not smart enough for a Google Suite. Stop it. <laughs> There's certain things like I get, I have an iPhone, but every few years, I think I'm smart enough for an Android. So I get, this is my third Samsung. So I got one of these little flip thingy dingies because oh, they were so cute, but yeah, they are. I don't know how to dial the phone. Stop Literally, like yesterday, I was like, okay, my wife, I was calling somebody on the phone. I was on hold. I was like, okay, I'll call the person on this phone. And yeah, it's like, I have to call a kid. Phone, I have to phone a friend. So I'll probably end up giving this to a one of my children because that's what usually happens is I would buy the Galaxy. Like I bought a Galaxy 3 20 million years ago and then gave it to, that would end up being my oldest son's first phone, his first real phone because his first phone was, was a track phone. I have all my kids save their own money. When they went to fourth grade, they would walk because that's when, you know, you in the yeah. fourth grade, it's four or five academy. Everybody could walk. And so he bought his track phone and he kept that for a year. And then when he was in fifth grade, I gave him the, the galaxy three. And then I think I gave Jackson, I had a galaxy seven cause I tried it again. Still not smart enough. Um, and gave that to him years ago. They're probably on the galaxy 20 now, but yeah. So the, yeah. And you know what you should do too. What people should do is there are so many YouTube instructions so many people out there telling you how to open a can i mean you can find any everything in your mama on youtube you're trying to do it you're trying to change right. the light bulb in your honda odyssey there's a video trying to change filtering for yeah go online look at your and then you can pay someone to update your resume right you can pay someone yeah. like myself or like miss monk like trish here and they can uh <laughs> almost did it. miss monty penny yeah exactly <laughs> 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 that can go through and um and definitely uh, help you touch up what you have and make it better, make it stronger. Yeah, make it sparkle. Um, make I it think sparkle, that before you do that, though, I always feel like it's important to understand what you want to do. Um, no matter how much you want to change job, because oh, I hate my job, I just want something mm-hmm. else. What else do you want? Like, because you're gonna hate that other thing you go to if you're just taking the first job that comes to you. Yes. So you need to figure out what you want. And then once you figure out what you want, then go look at what that job description looks like and mm-hmm. then figure out what you did and how it translated into that same job description. Right. That's the key in being able to make that flip. Like mm-hmm. it, it, you can't make a flip unless you know what you're flipping to. Otherwise, you're just writing random words and hopefully that they stick to something. Right. Right. So know what you want. And then when you know what you want, you can know how to flip it to go after what you want. Right. Yeah. And then think maybe even think about industries or companies because they have they hire temp workers. Facts. There's a way to get your foot in the door doing something that's adjacent to what you want to do. You go in, you do a good job. Then when they get headcount or another position opens up, then they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This idea that, you know, I know we all want to say go to college to make money. You don't have to. I know some people feel deterred like oh i can't even if i flip my resume i only have a high school diploma what am i going to do 
like Trisha said, you can get into organizations in roles that don't require degrees and then just grow and mm-hmm. and make a great living doing it. Yep. And, and not, yeah, not to mention, I mean, I know that we I think we had a segment where we talked about the best um paying jobs for individual contributors, but there are lots of other industries that you can decide if you want to work for yourself. Um because that's all college really does, right? It teaches you how to be a good employee. Ooh, so that's all the whole system does, right? Yeah. The system is just designed to teach you how to be an employee. School, right? Every School, yeah, from everything. Kindergarten. No, because I mean, yo, because really, I'm trying to think. At no point in time in my adult career has anybody rang a bell, and that meant that it was time for me to go to do my next assignment at work. It hasn't happened. I don't remember any bell ringing tell me it's okay to uh, to go. To I hear a bell cafeteria. when it's time to eat my cheese sandwich. You know, like when when the, I, I I this whole bell system is just super weird to me. Like, like Pavlov's just, dog. Yeah, like we're training, like oh, but we're getting you ready for the real world. No, 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 you're really not. You're, I think the pandemic has done more for preparing people to really have a corporate. Do they still have bells though? When classes yeah. change, Most I have to ask my dog. Remember, like, cause remember when the uh, remember when the folks first started going back to school, okay. and then kids were videotaping the hallways when the bell rang, and all the kids were in the hallways with them without the mask, and everyone was uh, like, "Oh my god, they don't have on mask in the hallways when oh they're going gosh. to their classrooms." That was in Georgia. I would. I, I didn't want to say it. It was in Georgia. <laughs> it, I saw it. It was in Georgia. And I think I was one of those people. Oh gosh, I I don't want to be one of those people, but yeah. You well, know? I was talking to a candidate yesterday, and we were talking about um, mask mandates and and um, and just masks in general. And I said, "Babe, I, I was like, babies don't they don't know smile? Do the babies know smiling eyes? Because they're poor." You know, when your face is covered, but you see a baby in the store, you smile. Does the baby know you're smiling? Or babies just can't read. They just can't read the cues. Yeah. Like with the mask, they're like, know. I got nothing. What What? Do you, what is it? Sounds like. <laughs> I always, you know, I used to, I always try to smile at uh, at little babies you or whatever. Try to smile? Is that yeah. hard? Well, you know, I try to smile at non-melanated babies because I feel like this is the moment in which you... This may be your only moment in which you can form a like thought that, oh, someone that looks like that is really nice because everything around you that may be pumped into your system, maybe telling mm-hmm. you different. Okay. So I try to smile and wave. And then during the pandemic, when we all had on our mask, I'd be like trying to smile. I'd be like, oh, shit, like baby can't see my smile. Yeah, like, the baby, no. like there's no smile there for the baby to see, just eyes. I know, just eyes. So just do they eyes. know smiling eyes? Do they know? They like know. when eyes get real small, somebody's smiling at you? Anyway. Um. Anything else that you want to add? Um. Since you, know, you didn't just, finish your assignment, how didn't I finish my? Assignment? So next week, people. Uh, you know, take, the Ozark assignment. The gloves are coming off. Okay, yes, we next are, week we're right. talking about. We, we may are, even do like you know we may hop on in do something over the weekend and drop a little Ozark thing. Away. Yeah, because, because I'm gonna be finished by today. Um, I will just say that I was very pleased. I know that a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people, like on the internet. It didn't have an ending. I'm like, they wanted like Star Wars, like uh, Marty and the, the birds lived happily ever after. Went back. I mean, they wanted, I mean, what do you want, people? I think it was a great 
ending. I hope it was that so Marty good. I did not know. In his wife's head oh my gosh. and takes over the cartel. That's how I hope this ends. If it doesn't oh end like gosh. that, I'm going to be, be disappointed. disappointed. I will. Well, I, mean, I want Marty running the show, but yeah, I. I I was very, anyway, I was very happy with the ending. I had no, I, I just literally, when I, when, did you tell me it was on somebody mm -hmm. and I've turned on the television and, and turned it off at two, two in the morning, didn't even know what episode just, I mean, I never just paused it, it yeah. just went through it. And did, oh, when it was the last episode, I did not know it was the last episode. I hate that part when you're binging and then it stopped and you're like, "Hold!" But what I wasn't. But normally, I'm upset when I when I when I don't know. But it because I didn't know, I was like, "Oh, I couldn't get mad." Then I was like, "Oh, okay." Like that was it. Then I watched the, the behind the scenes, which I was like, "Wow." There's a behind the scenes. It's for thirty minutes. Uh huh. Just oh, okay. I figured out how they make it dark in Georgia. How they block the sun out. I need I need them to figure out how to grow grass in The Walking Dead. I think that, you know, There's that was no enough. Grass? Yeah, so The Walking Dead series is I a series Walking that I Dead. really love. For 10 but years. But here's the beef that me and my wife, I, that There's has no been grass. building up since the inception of the show. Okay. Why is the grass not higher? No one's cutting Because nobody's cutting it. But they're No, walking. but that's the whole point. But the grass is always cut. What? No, my question is, how are people chubby? Yo, that's not why is the fat the, and like the from, fat Asian guy? Why is he fat and Asian? Like this is the pandemic. You know, it's not that much money. Good. There's not that much Yeah, there's not that much money. There's not that much food. But do you watch From no. on Epics with Harold Pirino? Mm -mm. It's like it's from the producers of Lost. So it feels okay. like Lost, Walking Dead. It All just right. it has a it's it's it has a weird Stephen King vibe, yeah. but Harold Perrino has a little bit of a gut. And I'm like, I mean, I know you got some food at the diner, but people are working, you know, they're out, they're doing hard labor. Yep. So some people should be thinner, I would think. Like I you would know, be mad as hell, things. be stuck there and still be chubby. That's <laughs> why there needs to be diversity around the marketing tape in the writing table, right? Because you can have all this great writing and everyone's thinking, oh, we did a great job with the writing. You have these set designers and everyone's sitting there around the table like, oh, great job. Where's the person that says, hey, they're too why chubby. is all the grass cut? Why, why, why is all the grass cut? It's all the grass cut. This is, this is, this is a global Maybe they, well, maybe event. they have uh, manual lawnmowers. Everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere, like, the, like you know, they show the scenes where the zombies are walking across the field, and you can see them. There shouldn't be they sh that grass should be high as shit because we're like ten years into the pandemic. At, I mean, the apocalypse at this point. So, the but grass, how many? So, how many years are? Because I stopped at ten. I stopped at this season, season 10. because I kind of do it by uh, uh, old girls, Rick's daughter's uh, age, right? How Showing, old is she? And she's like ten, now, ten or eleven. So the pandemic. And the pandemic, golly, the yeah. uh, apocalypse should at least be 10 years old. If okay. not, and then you think of like she, Lori had to be pregnant for a year, so that's 11 years. And then, so it got to be at least 11 to 15 years. Oh my know, God. Somewhere this is, so is this grass, the final season? Yeah, this the grass is the should be well, like. Well, they're spinning it off into like a new thing with uh, Negan and, oh. Uh, oh my gosh, forgot her name. Um, who was married to the Asian guy? Who was married to Glenn? The oh, who's yeah, the Aust Australian actress. Yeah, so her and Negan oh. taking their—they're having a little spinoff thing. Oh, after this yeah, I stopped. But yeah. you know when I stopped, when the people were putting the 
faces on and I thought they were talk they were the whisper people and I oh, thought the whispers, that, yeah. I thought that the zombies the, were talking. I thought the zombies were talking and evolving back into humans. And so I had hope. And when I found out it was just people being assholes, I was like, nope, I'm done. But I actually like aside from them killing everybody, I thought that was pretty smart because we know the zombies don't fuck with you if you smell like them. So if you figure out how to walk like them and talk like them, you can lead them around. Well, oh, it's pretty creative. I always wondered why they didn't do that more. Like, I know it sucks, but you should have like a little room with all like your fake zombie stuff and with all the zombie guts lying on it. And you put it on to go out scavenging because mm-hmm. that eliminates all the danger because zombies ain't going to mess with you. Oh, just like you talk about um, these tables, because in the show from apparently mm-hmm. somebody found out that these talisman keep these people that walk in the night. Mm-hmm. And they don't run. They don't have to. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, hey, Shane, how are you?" And then right. they're like ripping you to shreds. But these talisman keep them away. So what you put talisman on everything? On everything. My necklace, like, it seems my belt, everything. But Michonne, no. the first time we met Michonne, she was chilling with two zombies. You took away their right. mouths. You took away their hands, and you can just walk amongst them, right? Like yeah. it seems like you can survive this if you just stop and actually have a logical discussion about it. Like, okay, what is the simplest way for us to go get stuff and come back? Dress up and smell like a zombie for an hour or two. Walk. You can just walk casual. No running, no hiding. Right. Just walk and casually go shopping and then walk back home. But no, we want to go out in our normal human smells and it doesn't make sense. It just, it doesn't make any sense. Remember when, um, oh, when that kid they were walking through the zombies but then they do that they were covered in zombies yeah but then the little dumbass the freaked kid, out yeah, he, that's why i have a rule about non-melanated children hanging out with me in the uh apocalypse because they do dumb shit you know and, um, you are a goob um let me just tell let me just say this right now and my husband will not hear it because again he does not watch and but he i told that fool i told my kids he has been lost and left so many times. I told them, in, in case of a zombie apocalypse, we're leaving that fool. Yeah. We are we straight up leaving him. Ain't nobody got time for <laughs> him to be going the wrong that, way and not asking for directions. I mean, he has been left and lost more times in more assignment. cities. I understand what you're supposed to do. I, I think his assignment must be to <laughs> get lost because I saw this <laughs> man. We, we were in New York City. This is several years ago, and we were on the train. Oh, yes, you told us the story. I told, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, that fool got walked and walked to the river. Right. Yeah, I think walked your husband was just tired of y'all. And he was just like, look, and I'm he was gonna jump in, he was gonna end it all. I mean, no, he, he was just wanting to take a break from hanging out with y'all. Uh, <laughs> he was like, I'm going to the bar, I'm gonna go hang oh, out. Oh, wait for a minute. Little while. Did I tell you did I tell you about the flight to Idaho? Yeah, we talked about the flight. Okay, all right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah we talked about the flight between you and I. We didn't talk oh, about okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flight to Idaho. This fool. Hey, what time? Hey, honey, what time do you wanna leave? I wanna leave at six a.m. 5.53, I am fresh dressed and ready to impress, okay? Bags packed, ready to walk out the door. This fool comes up to take his shower. Now, he got up at 4.30. He went to the gym. He walked the dog. He, it's like he can't stop any of his normal activities. You got to have the routine. Yeah, so he had to do that because, yeah, because he's a sociopath. And to real talk, if someone, t- if if my husband ended up being a serial killer, I would not be surprised because no. I can set my watch to him. My wife said the same thing. I can set like, my watch him. Why, why am I not important enough for you not to work out no more? Can I just wake up one morning and see my husband lying next to me? I'm like, are you going to keep the fat off me? Like, are, so is, is laying here going to help me not be fat? No, one time, Ariel, 
Ariel came in the room and it was maybe, maybe it was on a Saturday or a weekend and it was maybe about eight o'clock. And she said, who's that? <laughs> oh, in the bed. Who, who do you think it is? My boyfriend. What's well, wrong with that? I've never seen him here before. How is, he, is he sick? That's what you say when he, when, when my husband sleeps in, like, are you sick? Like, cause that's just not, she just texted me. Can that girl do some work? So, yeah. Anyway, so what are we talking about? So, next week, we are going to have our real Ozark yeah, Next week might, it might be the Ozark break. Now, you know what? Next week might be, we may take the entire show Ozark and translate uh, it over into how it applies to good teamwork in corporate America, good leadership, mm-hmm. moving up in the organization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good. We can talk about upward growth in the organization. You know what I mean? And the struggles you may feel with bad leadership and And how every role is important on a team. Every role is important on a team. Like like in Goodfellas, Samuel L. Jackson had one was one job to do, right? To get rid of the van. You want to hear something? But I've never seen Goodfellas. (gasps) What? We can have a Godfather episode. We can have Godfather. I've seen Godfather. Never seen Goodfellas. Never seen Goodfellas. My dad. I remember he was buying, we were buying a laptop, a friend of us, oh no, a computer, a friend of a friend, his brother built computers. And so he's putting it together, all the pricing. And so my dad's trying to get a discount in true Stan Hamlin, uh, you know, fashion. And I, I said, dad, and he looked at me and then later we got in the car. He said, never go against the family. Don't go against the family. <laughs> Don't, no. Is that from Goodfellas? No, it's from the Godfather. Oh, it's from the God. Which one? Uh, three, two, two. Michael two? says it to Fredo. Okay. Yeah. Remember when the whole thing went down mm, and I've seen. Yeah. And what? Yeah. Do you own the Godfather trilogy? No. I mean, the third is terrible. It's no, garbage. But no, don't own it. No, that I got. Rules. I see something different. I know you got. I got rules to my N-word watch. Ears. <laughs> I got, got N-word. <laughs> I I, th- oh, I got nigga eyes. We got rules to my watching. I got rules to my no, watching. No, you have to. You have to. Every time I watch, it was on last week. Every time it's on, I see something different. I might put it on while Every I'm time. driving. I might put it on while I'm driving. And oh and man, listen you know, to we, it. We got a no. We got a new truck, and the truck drives itself. You know, so it's like you know, I will not. Uh, you should not be letting your truck drive itself full. Bruh, I'm trying to tell you. I was one of those people who was like, ah, is self-driving cars really that thing? Is it? Ha ha! <laughs> it is that thing, buddy. I'm trying to tell you. I take naps now. Like, I will literally that is, get, that is insane. Will take a nap. Please, that's driving. insane. Uh, Please stop doing that. God bless technology. No, I want to keep you as my uh, partner, Clyde. Please stop napping in your car while you're driving it. That's Man, no. Nah, I ain't driving shit. The car is driving itself. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, yeah. So next week we'll we will uh, do a breakdown of how Ozark and corporate America is so much alike, oh and how uh, the different. Oh, that's gonna be a fun episode. I'm gonna enjoy that one. I'm gonna be a person. Well, once again, and maybe we'll know next week. We can update our hot topics as to what really. What is the true story? Yeah, what's really the true story? That. I'm trying to figure out what's really going on. We maybe we need to watch or listen to Al Jazeera. We need to you know see what, what other Al, countries. Here's what somebody once told me: You want to know what's really going on? Look at BBC News, Al Jazeera, and read the bottom of C-SPAN. The quick little scrolls at the bottom, all yeah. talking about news stories that they never really talk about on the uh, on the actual program. Really? Okay. 
Yeah, that's on. that'll be our our assignment to figure it out. Hopefully, we don't already know by next week. Exactly. Or, and it's not like, oh, who knows? Who knows what it could be? Alrighty then. Well, it was so lovely talking with you this morning. I appreciate you. Have a great week. Everybody, a great weekend. And talk to you soon. We look forward to seeing you. Goodbye.